It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. We're not a good podcast, we're not a bad podcast. We're just the podcast. Welcome to Our Yard. Welcome to Camp Rushers, everyone. Mark Martinez, Paul Bullers, and the Swan Dog is joining us again. And he comes bearing presents for us. Yeah, we got some nice new uh, Can Crusher koozies. Those are sweet. We got 12, so the first 12 are pretty much spoken for for everybody who's done everything with us. Um, we will get these up and running, hopefully, that we can uh, sell them. Yeah, so we can make some money to buy beer. Speaking of beer. Wait, wait, wait. We have to talk about something before we get into the beer because these are celebratory beers. We have to congratulate Roman Reigns for his SummerSlam victory. And I, you know we hate Roman Reigns, but we like to see the Universal title back on Raw. And the very next night on Raw, we get a... Hey, wait. No, we get a Universal title match. And it's up for grabs against Finn Balor. So here is to seeing the Universal title... On Raw. Our beer is Hell or High Watermelon. It comes to you by the 21st Amendment Brewery. It's a wheat beer, 4.9% alcohol. And I stumbled across this not knowing that Mr. Bullers has already had this and he is done with his can already. This is my favorite summer beer of all time. I love this beer. Holy shit. Yeah, right? It's that oh, good. That I'm awesome, telling you fellas. it's that, that good. Wow. I just I went down to the, the brewery because uh, I lost the SummerSlam raffle. But, <laughs> and it was by my stupidity. Well, hey. And we'll, I'll touch that why, why I lost. But nonetheless, this shit's good. This is the probably the best summer beer you'll ever have. Hell or High Watermelon from 21 Amendment Brewery. I don't, I don't have much information on it because every time I go to drink it and look it up, I just get drunk. Yeah, I found this down at the brewery. Uh, it was a random 15-pack for 17 bucks. I said, hey, we haven't had any of these. <laughs> Let's do this. Until Paul says, I've had that. It's awesome. I'm so pumped for today. So the touch on Rise real, real quick. I did see the episode. Not much to talk about in the episode, but... They now have an app. So, Paul, it's easier. Five bucks a month. Watch it on your phone. It's an app. Well, I guess I'm going to have to do it then. You are. You are. But, starting tomorrow again, we get back into the Can Crusher Tournament. Round two of the Can Crusher's Ultimate Tag Team Tournament. And there are some good tag teams left in this tournament, folks. There are. The first match will be the Hearts against the Freebirds. The Hearts beat the Dudleys. And the Freebirds beat Edge and Christian. The next match... Is uh, Rock and Roll, Roll Express and LOD. He's just got it abbreviated. I didn't know what he meant. Um, Rock and Roll Express beat Harlem Heat. LOD beat the the Mc- Midnight Rockers. Midnight Rockers. The next and, match is going to be the Hardys against the Midnight Express, which I think is going to be a very good match because they're both, both high flyers. Teams. High flyers, absolutely. They both got speed. They both have the skills to do what they have to do. And 
the Hardys beat the Natural Disasters, and the Midnight Express beat the New Day. New Age Outlaws. Oh, New Age Outlaws. The Bulldogs will face the Steiners in the last match. The Bulldogs beat New Day, and the Steiners, oh, man, I was pulling for the Destruction Crew, but there was only three people that voted for them. Myself, the Professor of English, and our boy Jason Lang. Everybody else doesn't know who the hell the Destruction Crew is, but I drank with them. That's why I voted with them. Well, I just want to apologize for my first round double vote because I was tr- on my phone and it was slow. Drunk. I, that was probably it. That was probably it. You let's, were let's go with that. Drunk. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We've got SummerSlam coming out to Wazoo right after this. And then, uh, you know, there's a busy day coming, folks. Titans, go! When the Teen Titans go to the movies, they know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This intro will be way shorter than all of SummerSlam because it was seven hours long. We're talking two hours of pre-show and five hours of wrestling on SummerSlam. But good matches. And on Sunday, I didn't get to see NXT TakeOver Saturday, so I started watching wrestling at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon, chips, pizza, and everything in the lounger. And finally, at 11.15, I stopped watching wrestling, and my wife hated me the whole time. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Mrs. Can't Crusher really loved you. So let's do the kickoff show real quick. It was Rusev against Lana. Uh, Rusev and Lana against Almas in Vegas. Uh, we Vegas? picked this one. Yeah, Vega? Vinny Vegas. Vinny Vegas. Uh, we picked this one. It was a, it was an okay match. There's more to talk about it later on, you know. So we both got that one right. Next up was Cedric Alexander defending against Gulak. This is where we differed right off the bat. This was a good match. It was. A very good match. I, I'm not going to lie, I don't watch a lot of 205, but this might have me watching more 205. Alexander with the win. Mark with the loss. B team, B team, go, go, go. B team, B team, go, go, go. And they kept the titles like we wanted them to. Yeah, well, we knew that was going to happen. We were both right on that one. Awesome way to win the match, though, because that sets up for more of a feud with the Revival. It does. Uh, We have to go in order, so I have to get my phone out because I have them written... Like that, and it's probably not the best way to write them. And so you can tell that we're really on top of stuff. So I'm telling you the first match was Rollins versus Ziggler because I watched the pay-per-view and I remember everything. I don't. That's why I have to take notes. I already have uh, amnesia. And how about Rollins' wrestling gear? I hated it. The Infinity Gauntlet on his foot? You know that super kick was coming. I hated it. It I I was nerding out when I figured out that it was the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes! But I got that one right. And I got that one wrong. And no shenanigans, much shenanigans. You know, Ambrose and McIntyre got involved, but nothing that we thought. No, no, yeah, we thought that, that it was, was be... expected from both. I mean, that was expected. You knew it was coming. It was just when and the, what time in the match it was coming. Uh, next up was New Day against the Bludgeon Brothers. This match ended weirdly. I think it ended quickly after I saw what was dealt today. But you picked the Bludgeon Brothers. 
I picked the Bludgeon Brothers, and we both were wrong, but we were both right because they retained. Right. Yeah, New Day got the win because they got hit with the the mallet. Uh, to find out today, after you know SmackDown, Eric Rowan's going to be on the shelf for a while because he tore his bicep in that match, and you know about tearing biceps. I was going to say he's got about probably about four or five months on the shelf. I don't know if it'll be that long. He's in good shape. He works out. That helps a lot when you tear a muscle and get it repaired. It helps you heal. So he, he's going to know what to do right, and you'll see him back soon. Next match was KO against Braun for the case, and this match was over before it started. And I was right because I went with Braun. And I went with KO that messed up my whole night. Your whole night, but we love it because your beer is delicious. Thanks. Next up is Flair, Lynch, and Mella, and wow, what a turn of events. I mean, that match had everything going for it, and it was a good match. Yeah. I'll tell you, fellas, I did not think that Flair was going to win that title, but you're right. The match itself was awesome, and what else more can you say about that match? Well, it sets up for Flair and Becky. Yeah. I think there's going to be a feud that's going to be long-standing, and I think... She, Becky's going to get the title. Flair's going to get it back. I hope not, because Flair's got seven titles in two years. She doesn't need the title. She she doesn't need it. I think that she personally wants to keep up with her legendary father, the oh. Nature Boy. Yeah, but she doesn't have to do it in two years. Like oh. she, She's got a long career ahead of her. Just keep going. Absolutely. But I think that Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair is going to be a feud for... Oh, yeah. Weeks and months to come. What do we got next, Marky Mark? AJ against Joe for the WWE title, and... We found out who your daddy is! It's a chair! They had a TNA chant going on during this match. I mean, granted, WWE did not acknowledge it. No, WWE fans are the best fans in the world because they say what's on their mind. They do. They do. And we had blood in the match. Wasn't supposed to be because ref put the gloves on rather quickly. Rather quickly? Did you see that ref fumbling with that glove for like well, 10 I, minutes? I meant early in the match. I'll put it that way. Yeah, he looked like me putting garbage gloves on in the I morning. I can't get it on my strong hand. Oh. Uh, Joe wins. By disqualification because he yeah. gets on the mic and asks AJ's wife who her daddy is. And AJ just snaps and goes crazy. This feud is going to be great. I was wrong, you were right, but we both got a point on this. One, it's my pool, because AJ kept the title, and he still kept the title. Four, because he's on the video game! Yep. Next up, Elias, I was disappointed with Elias is doing anything at, at SummerSlam. Somebody is messing with Elias, and I can't wait to see where this goes. I, I don't know. Well, I think... You're right on that one, Paul. I think someone is messing with Elias, and I I think it is Bobby Lashley. Bob. I, I think Bob and Elias' stuff is done, especially after the match that, well, we'll talk about that on Raw, but... Um, Next up is The Miz against Daniel Bryant. Eight-year build-up, just in case you didn't know, guys. Just in case you didn't know, it's been eight years. Eight-year build-up for uh, 20 minutes of... Pure disappointment. Once you saw Maurice sitting at ringside with the baby carriage. You knew something was up. Something funny was going to go up. And then the bellows were all over the place on SummerSlam. Maurice hands Miz the Nux. And Mark gets this right. 
Yep, Mark wins this round. Next up, I want to talk real quick about the. They announced the Super Showdown in Australia October 6th. They announced the match of Triple H and Undertaker Sunday. But the promo that they did on Monday should have been two weeks before they announced the match on SummerSlam. They messed that whole uh, whole thing up. Well, I we'll get into that. We'll, go, we'll get into that yeah. when we get to Raw. Next up was Corbin against Finn. Why was this match so late? I don't. Why? Yeah, why wasn't it on the pre-show? I would have rather seen Gulak and Alexander or the B-team. A championship match should not be on the pre-show. No, not at all. That's my biggest thing. But welcome the Demon back. It, it's been a year since we've seen him. A one minute and 39 second match. It took him longer to get to the ring. And Corbin talking all this stuff about how Baylor's small and blah, blah, blah. And then he was scared of the Demon. Yeah. Uh, next up. After some previews and promos and stuff, was Hardy against Shins. And to start the match, it was a battle of taunts. Who could taunt each other the best? Right. But this was actually a good match. It was. It wasn't that bad. Um, Shinsuke gets a win. He does. Out comes Orton. He, you know. Shimmies and shakes and does nothing and goes back to the backstage. Yeah. And this is where I will say the pay-per-view lost me. Oh, yeah? With Bliss and Ronda. I get tired of saying every week that that Ronda's too fast. But Bliss didn't even... They made her look weak. They did. They buried her with that. And that was horrible. Yeah. Unless Ronda or Bliss was hurt prior to this... But I don't think that's the case. They just made Ronda look indestructible. You know, and I think also, fellas, that that, like, you know, going back to what you said, Paul, they're, they pushed her way too fast. I think she needed more seasoning. She comes in Royal Rumble. She has yeah. one match. No, she came in. At, well, she made her entrance at Royal Rumble. Right. She has her first match at WrestleMania, one match on Raw against me, and she wins a title at SummerSlam. Well, she gets her title shot against Nia, and then that goes away at Money in the Bank. And then, yeah, you're right. It's two title shots and five matches. Yeah. That's that's way too fast. I mean... She needs work. A lot of work. And I don't know if you were ready for it, but she asked you a hundred times if you were ready yeah, for it. Yeah, she was asking Bliss, you ready for this? You ready for this? Stop talking to your opponent! I mean, alright, we know it's entertainment, but at least sell it. There's kayfabe a little bit. <laughs> Finally, we round off the night with Roman and Brock. And boys, let me tell you, I liked the match. It was Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch. Right. Suplex, suplex, Superman punch, spear, match over. Right. There was no match. That was me being a dick again. Oh, well, I mean... There was a suicide dive. I forgot about that because Brock threw uh, Roman. Roman out into Braun, yep. who said that he was going to cash in. Whoever was winning was going to get those hands. And then Brock hit uh, Braun with, with a F5. And threw the case all the way to the top of the ring. Almost into the ocean. Yeah. So, congratulations Roman Reigns. Did bring it back to uh, Monday Night Raw. But na 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 hey 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 goodbye see ya Brock okay. good luck in UFC maggot maggot I'm little teapot short 
and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> this is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Can Crushers. And yeah, I know our commercials are rough and I'm getting yelled at during the break by Paul and Mike that we need new commercials. We're, we are going to start doing our own commercials for pens. Paddleanos, everything. You're going to hear all sorts of new commercials from us. Because we've got new technologies that we can use. Oh, all of a sudden, I'm going to be spending every day of the week making commercials. Good for Mark. Raw starts off with Roman, and the crowd is mixed. I think they're happy to see the Universal title. They don't like it on Roman, but it's there. It's there. And that's all that matters. He brings out Finn, and he says, hey, you deserve a shot. You never got your shot after you got hurt. Which is awesome. Out comes Braun. And says, whoever... No, not, not Braun. Baron. Baron. Yeah, out comes Corbin. Yeah. Don't get them confused. Right, that's, I'm sorry. That's a whole different thing. One's a lone wolf, one's a monster, brother. And Corbin says, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Angle comes out and says, yes, 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 it is. And you have a match right now, Corbin. Against Bob! And... And this match was surprisingly good. I switched back to the Little League World Series because I didn't want to watch it. And you missed out on a good match. It it went both ways, here and there. You go both ways. Well, that's what she said. Then we've got the Heyman backstage. Yeah, and Heyman's just begging for Brock to get his, you know, contracted rematch... It'll be a cold day in hell, says In the cell. No, it's not going to happen in hell in the cell, so thank God. I, you're not going to see it happen. Not for a while. Not until no, UFC stuff's done. He just made it into the UFC drug testing thing, so he's got to stay. Not that he's on drugs in the WWE or anything, so he's got to just go through this whole process. I guess his first match can be in, like, February? Is that what they're saying by yeah. the time he gets through? So, which, win or lose... What's in March and April? That's when he's going to be back, folks. He's going to be back at WrestleMania. Good. Uh, brings up to our first match. Out comes the legit huggers. And Ember Moon is going to be their partner for the night to take on the squad. It's the Boston Hug Connection. It right? is not. It's the legit huggers. I will not call them that. Versus the Riot Squad, though. Welcome back, Ruby Riot. They look dominantly good. I... I lo- you know I love the legit huggers, but I, I do like the the Riot Squad. My favorite one is actually Ruby. I love Ruby. I'm a big Ember Moon fan. Well, right. So, I mean, we all had people in this match that we liked. So, Right. It is what it is. Uh, Riot Squad gets a win. They show they're the better six-man competition team. Out comes Triple H to make the big announcement that hey, there's going to be Super Down Showdown or Super Showdown in Australia. And he's worried about, he doesn't want to face The Undertaker. And that was an end of an error match. And this is the promo that should have been last week. He takes, he said he took off, he cut the tape, took off his trunks, put on a suit, and it was game over. But now he wants it to be game on again. Who cares? Right. You're old, dude. And The Undertaker's even older. We'll cover it, but... Man, I already know that night there's an IWC event that we'll be going to, so... It will... That match will be missed, folks. Yeah. 
That I mean, I'm a huge Undertaker fan. I still get chills every time I hear his music hit. I, but I, I, the Dead Man, like Mark and I were talking, he is he was the golden goose for so many years at WWE, and I believe that he has the right if he wants to come back at 105. Wow. I'm gonna cut that segment out. No. Yeah. <laughs> It, he needs to hang it up, Swanee. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, but seriously, though, he, he does. I mean... It's just like Hulk Hogan. I'm tired of seeing Hulk Hogan. He's and coming Hulk, back soon. Hulk Hogan paved the way for everybody. He, he made wrestling a big thing, but it's not... I don't need to see him anymore. It's not that era. All right, so that brings us to Ambrose finally returns to action. He's got Rollins with him, and he's going to fight Dolph. And Dolph, of course, has McIntyre. I thought this had the mixture to be a tag team match. I'm surprised that it wasn't. And it didn't end up being everybody got involved. Ambrose gets the win. And... Ambrose is looking jacked. He is big. His different look, yeah. Out comes Elias. It's time to walk with him. And out comes Kurt Hawkins after many weeks of being off. I like Kurt Hawkins. Oh, and 999. <laughs> 242 now. Because Elias beat him. When does he get his win? Um, God, I hope it's against somebody. Mojo. I hope it's against Mojo. That'd be great. Or your boy, No Way Jose. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, because they both suck. Oh, there's a pain against Titus Worldwide for the millionth time. I think Titus Worldwide's splitting up. Because before the match, Dana and Apollo were chatting and they left Titus out of this. I think there's one more match next week and Apollo's sick of Titus losing and he bails. Bails. It'll be a good feud on the mid-card. Out comes Steph and the entire women's roster. And she floats around that she's picked Rhonda to be the supreme athlete that she is. Da, 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 da. Out comes Rhonda and puts Steph in an arm bar. What was the most noticeable thing in this mat or in this segment? How the other women looked outside the ring. Sasha they, and Bailey looked disgusted. They were mad. There was nothing to us. They put their time in and five months into this overhyped rookies your champ and it's pushing the women on the back burner i'm sorry i i think i think it's gonna hurt the women's division i i agree with that 100 percent um th- there are other women in that division that have more time their talent lot, more talent a lot more season that have other moves than ufc i'll throw you in the corner and kick the ever-loving shit out of you type of moves, and I'd like to see them make an all-out tournament for that belt. Without Ronda in it. Absolutely. Well, she's going to be a champion that loses it. It would be... She's going to be your champ for a while. Oh, yeah. And I, I wouldn't doubt if by, something happens that it's going to end up Charlotte Ronda next WrestleMania. You could be right. Uh, B-Team comes out in singles matches. Which was not that great. No, it really wasn't. They both lost. That's enough to say about that. That means that they're better at tag team than they are being on their own. So there's a little uh, Roman backstage thing. And the only reason why I want to say this is because he calls Braun Strowman a meat shack. Meat shack. What the hell is a meat shack? Go ahead, meat shack. You can stand outside the ring. 
So we're backstage again with Steph dealing with her arm and Angle comes in and Corbin comes in and now Angle is on a vacation for a while. Making Corbin your Raw general manager and I think this is going to hurt Raw bad. Oh, yeah, this this can't be good for Raw in any way, shape, or form with a constable running the show. Final match, Roman versus Finn and this match was surprisingly good too. Yeah, this was a main event that the crowd was locked and loaded about. But Braun came out and caused a little down and dirty win for Roman. Right. I Finn, everybody was behind Finn this whole match. They were. I actually thought he was going to win. There were two or three times where I thought, this is it, Finn wins. When he hit the Coupe de Grace the first time, I'm like, holy crap. This is going to be great. Roman had the title. He brought it back. Finn will defend it every week. He's who should have it. And then it doesn't happen. And then, da-da, da Who comes out? The Shield. To help Roman against Braun. Yeah. I'm not a Shield. Yeah. Yeah. Over to SmackDown now, folks. Miz and Mrs. start the show, and Miz announces he's retired. From wrestling Daniel Bryan. Right. Uh, this is all you, bud. I'm, I missed SmackDown last uh, night. I don't want to talk about it. 100 punches equal one Miz punch is what Miz said. Uh, out comes Bryant to call out the Miz about how he's a coward. Marie says something, here comes Bree. Bree slaps the taste out of his mouth, and guess what it's setting up at Hell in a Cell? Mixed match. Wonderful. Bree that hasn't wrestled in two years. Marie's coming off of having a baby four months ago. Bryant and Miz, who I am not excited for. But this keeps Daniel Bryant on the card. I just read that he's having legal issues re-signing. I mean, granted, he is wearing his his contract is up September first, which he wouldn't be able to be in the All In pay per view. But if he has this match booked, he's on the way of resigning with the WWE. Said so next match is Hardy against Orton. Randy starts off strong, and Hardy just gets control a little bit during commercial. And Orton did the whole sticking the finger in the ear hole thing and just pulling it, and the crowd looked like they were going to throw up all over the place. And Hardy got sick of it and kicked him in the ding-dong. Hey, quit finger blasting my ear hole. You're going to get kicked in the ding-dong. And then there's just a feud all over the place. And the high spot was Hardy jumped off some sound equipment. I get it. High spot. That's funny. Through. That wasn't even meant, but thanks. <laughs> I planned that. Uh, next to the TV equipment. And that was that. Next, the bar's backstage with Renee and challenges whoever wins tonight between New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. So the bar has a match next week, but the club comes out and says, no, no, no. Now there's a number one contenders match between the bar and the club next week. What we need is an an actual tag team tournament. We do. We do. We'll get to the the back end of this at the main event, and we'll explain why we kind of want a tag team tournament. Hey, Naomi was back on... TV. She was. I don't know where she's been, but she fought against Peyton Royce, and of course, Billy Kay comes out as well. Have I said how much I love the Iconics? Yes, a hundred times. You don't like their wrestling as much as you like their mouth. But, I like, WWE was, this match was for a slap in the face to Dave Meltzer from Wrestling Observer. A week or so ago, he had some harsh words against Peyton Royce about 
how she looked better in NXT, and it was body shaming, Ooh. more or less. Ooh. All the other WWE superstars backed her up, so they gave Peyton Royce the win tonight over Naomi, which, whatever. Uh, I hope they get a push. I really do. I love them. Uh, New Day's out in the back eating ribs, and they're just excited for a shot. <laughs> Uh, Big E was hurt, so they already said it's going to be Kofi and Xavier tonight for the Tag Team Championships. That brings us to the whole recap of Becky and Charlotte. And Becky comes out and says that she is sick and tired of everything that went on. And were the fans really behind her? Was there a hashtag give Becky a chance? And she's trying to pull the heel off. The crowd doesn't care. They they don't care whether you're good or bad, Becky. They got your back. We all have your back too. We want to see you get that. T- we want to see you get that strap. Yeah, uh, the entire women's division couldn't separate them once Flair comes out. It's gonna make for a good feud, like Swanee said earlier. But Becky's air quotes the good guy in this because they want her to win, right? Uh, SummerSlam kickoff rematch between Almas and Rusev and Vega and Lana. And Aiden English finally does something good. What did he do? I missed it. He stopped the chair from being in the ring and Rusev actually hit the super kick and then threw him in his submission and they got the win. So now it's one to one. Oh, so there's going to be a third one. Great. Great. Shinsuke's in the back talking about how it's knock America and people should pledge to knock America. And I just don't understand him. I don't know where he's going. He didn't really call anybody out. but I don't think he knows where he's going. He was licking the title and it was random. Maybe they're going to bring back Jack Swagger. Uh, it's it, not knock America. It's we the people. We the, we the people. I can't list. Well, again. we we need Zeb Coulter back then too. Yeah, we do need some Zeb. AJ talks about how his SummerSlam match and how he didn't want to do it like that, and he lost his mind, and yeah, but he loves his family. And just as he says that, Joe pulls him off the stage and beats the shit out of him. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Boom, we go to commercial, and Joe calls out Wendy again, saying, Wendy, who's your daddy? Wow. I want Joe to win. I do. Samoa Joe is just a plain out monster and a beast. The man, though, I mean, the man is like Dean Malenko from back in the day, a submission machine. Wow. He's a, he's a big dude. He moves very well. Absolutely. But he's not on the cover of a video game, so until that video game comes out, we got stuck with the champ that runs the camp. Paige and Mel are in the back. Paige is saying she wants her number one, uh, her rematch. R-Truth wants a match. He does. He wants a title shot against Mella. But Mella's not the champ anymore, so Paige shushes him away. Well, he'll get a title shot against somebody. And then uh, Paige says, Mella, you got your match next week against Flair. And I'm calling it already that Flair wins, Becky does something, or maybe Mella wins but doesn't get the title. I'm just saying that Mella's now going back to the back of the line. Yeah, probably. And that sucks because she was fabulous. So, the final match. New Day, Bludgeon Brothers, no disqualification. And like I said, Eric Rowan tore his... Spoiler alert, Mark already told you who won this match while we were talking about SummerSlam. And I tried to shush him, but he never lets me shush him. I always get shushed. 
He never shushes. I don't shush. Go I... ahead, go ahead and finish, shush master. Eric Rowan tore his biceps, so he really wasn't... At SummerSlam. <laughs> really wasn't... We went over that be- before. Wasn't involved into the match. He got pretty much taken out early. So it was New Day against Harper. You have everything in the world. Ladders and chairs, announce tables, regular chairs, you know, anything. New ladders Day... and chairs and Bludger Brothers, oh my. So the New Day is your five-time. Five-time, 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 five-time tag team champions of the world. And where does it go? It, well, next week it goes the club versus the bar. The, the bar. Which the bar wins. We've seen New Day against the bar how but, many times on Raw? Because the bar has new shirts and they're not breaking up anytime they're soon. They're soccer jerseys. You're a soccer jersey. You won't be back. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Mark Martinez alongside Paul Bullers. And, Paul, we have a great interview set up today, and it is with Eric Shea, part owner of Asylum Pro Wrestling, which is happening this Saturday, August 25th, in Clearfield, Pennsylvania. Eric, welcome to Can Crusher Nation. Well, thanks for having us, and thanks for all you've done so far for getting our show out. We can't thank you enough. Uh, you know, uh, we're just looking to bring some fun. Th- again, thanks for having us. Without a doubt. Uh, popped up on Facebook. This is what I'm going to tell you. This is how we link together. We popped up on Facebook. Social media is amazing. We are working together, and today, right after this interview, we'll go live for a little bit and drop those tickets that you want to give our listeners, and we're excited. We're excited and just jazz. You can tell I'm so happy. Well, I'm going to say this first of all, that you guys did this for your fans. We gave you tickets, and we said you could do anything with. If you wanted to, you could have gave them to your mom and grandma, and you chose to give them to your fans. So don't don't take any wind out of your sails. You, you collect that steam, and uh, that's when you, you guys thank the man because he could have did anything he wanted with them, but he chose to give them to you, and that's my kind of people. Those are the people that I want to be associated with. Nice. Nice. Let's get a little backstory on Eric Shea, uh, part owner of Asylum. Well, when I was five, no, I'm playing. Um, let's see. <laughs> I have, uh, I have been a pro wrestler now for going on 16 years. Um, traveled up and down the East Coast. Uh, I have put my time in. I have watched the best and the worst. I have wrestled in front of a thousand people and I've been wrestled in front of two in a barn. Um, I have had, I've had the privilege of, of having some tag team partners that were amazing legends. Um, Jake, the snake Roberts was a tag team partner of mine. Tony Atlas, Brodus clay, uh, X-Pac has been a, a partner of mine on a number of occasions. I've really been kind of blessed with the people that I've been surrounded by. Um, you know, the inner me is always like, man, this is really happening. But yeah, man, I've I've been doing this forever. I've been grinding the gears and 
and putting the mileage on the car. My car's got 300,000 miles on it. Um, we're killing it. You know, I mean, I, I love this business. I love what this business can do for a community for a night. Everybody comes together. It, it's, it's just pure magic. You can't create another event besides our, it, it's its own magic. Wrestling is its own magic. And I'm trying to bring that back. It, you you are you hit the nail right on the head when you said what it can do for a community. It's it's amazing to see the droves of people when I go to, uh, you know, Clearfield's bigger than Ridgeway where we're centrally located, but we go to no disregard some podunk towns and the people in thousands come out. Wrestling is a family. You're in the ring, doing your job, loving what you do. This is what I like doing. I love telling the stories, getting the stories out there for the masses to hear. So, uh, Well, I have to say, Clearfield has been amazing to run in. We have had sponsors. Now, this show is going to benefit the Special Olympics. Um, uh, I, I help with a printwear company, and uh, we do a lot of work for the Special Olympics. So we hooked up with a track team and uh, a soccer team, and we're going to help those two teams out. Um, RG Auto, um, that's one of our ticket outlets. Gym Sports Center, that's a ticket outlet. You can get your tickets $5 cheaper than at the door. You still got a day. I mean, that ain't long, but go, go gadget. You got you, you can save some money. That's your food for tomorrow if you get your tickets now, guys. I'm trying to help you all out. What? Or who are your icons, heroes, favorite villains growing up? I mean, I want to know uh, you now. All right. So I grew up in the ECW attitude era. I like that hardcore in your face. I'm going to whip your ass style of wrestling. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know what this frou-frou stuff is now. Ah, if you're expecting that, don't come. If you're expecting frou-frou, little hand out. No, eh, that's not what we're doing. We are a hard-hitting, fast-action, in-your-face type of company. It, it's going to be hard-hitting. You're going to be able to feel it in your seat. I promise you that. Nice. I, picked a group, I picked a group of guys that are known to wow, every one of them, from top to bottom. So on that note, are we still kid-friendly then? Yes, we are. Yeah, oh, come on. Anymore you Make watch sure. TV, anymore you watch TV, you might hear some language, but okay. that's in anything you do. That's on GTA 5, right? You know, there, there's there, certain things achieve certain things. You know, it will be kid-friendly. We will have people there that will shake and smile, take pictures, and yeah, but there's going to be a little bit of an edge element. Expect reality. Expect what you go out and, you know, and not reality of snowflake reality. And, you know, if, if something offends your senses, good. Yell about it. Scream about it. Let me know. Interaction. Want to hear yes. Interaction. This is, this, this is an experience. Expect to have some people that you're like, I hope that bastard dies. <gasps> he said bastard. Oh, my God. Expect it. Welcome to asylum. Nice. Nice. I, I mean. Now, 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 will, will my guys be dropping f bombs? No, sir. We don't run that way. We we are we are more than that. And I guarantee you, if any of my wrestlers do drop the f bomb, they will be severely penalized. Severely. So kid friendly, yeah. But expect the edge. We are the asylum. Our name should say it all. 
We are kid-friendly, but we are coming to put on a show. And that means a little bit of horror, too. So we're, we're full. We're full of it. That's what we do. I, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to this even more now. We're a couple days out, and uh, once we get done, I'm going to call some of my boys. We have, you know, a few Can Crusher Nation confirmed to be coming. Some may just do Gen Gen Ed, uh, Gen, Gen Ed General Mission tickets once they get there. But we we have we have some coming, so I'm pumped. So uh, we can't wait to have you there, man. And, and again, thank you for your support. It's a great cause. And I promise you, I'm doing my damnedest to make it a great event. Everything in my power. I'm small, but I am mighty. I promise you that. It, it sounds like it's going to be, Eric. What are, you know, match, some matches signed? You don't have to give the whole card away because we know the, there's well, a little asterisk down at the bottom. is always subject to change. So just in case. Well, uh, Marvelous Enterprises has somehow managed to, uh, I have five partners. Now there's a lot that goes on running a wrestling company. It takes a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm not by any means, uh, a well-made man. I have dirt underneath my fingernails. I work hard every day. I bust my ass. I don't have it made. Um, you're a legit can crusher then. Because we're yeah, garbage men. I am. I am. I am. I'm a roofer and a cider. I hang by my toenails and my balls. I, I, I am a, man, a worker's man. It's what you do. You work. You work for anything that you want. And Asylum, you've seen us on the side of the road handing out flyers door to door in Pennsylvania. That is no easy task. Y'all live a stretch away from each other. Yeah. That's okay, though. That's okay. We've put out 3,000 flyers. Some of the things that you're going to see. You know, as I said, I have five partners, and uh, I don't think one of them is very trustworthy. Somebody that I that I really didn't want in my federation. They've not only got one match, but uh, they've got three matches. Marvelous Enterprises. I put the that that one of the matches that night. I want a contract. If I beat Marvelous Enterprises, because I'm in the show too, I put all this together. This is my company. Ain't nobody going to defend it other than me. And right. nobody. I right. put everything into it. Why? Why am I going to have some overblown gorilla ogre that ain't going to fight with everything he has? Me? Oh, me. I'm coming with everything I got. Wet fury and hell is coming. He has no idea how bad I want this. I'll give him a shot. He wants a shot at asylum? That's fine. Uh, contract on a pole. Wow. Let's make it interesting. Let's put a contract up there. You get that title, son? The whole Marvelous Enterprises can have their shot. And that partner that screwed me, you're going to fess up. I'm going to figure it out. There's five of you. This is easy. We're about the whole court. So that that's one of the matches that I can promise you I'm going to get some answers. Um, Michaels Amadeo versus Ron Holiday, the sleeper. You say who? You won't after tonight. You will not after the 25th. I guarantee you, you walk out of there going, damn. Did you see that? These guys tear it up. And against each other, I do believe it's going to be the match that everybody walks out talking about. Uh, something else very interesting. We have a heavyweight title that's being uh, the main event. Funky White Boy versus Grey Wolf Raventhorn versus Kendrick Kamari versus Marcus Waters in an elimination style match for the heavyweight title. First wow. ever. Wow. Yeah, four-way that, dance right off the bat. Oh, dude, we we don't we we are here to make a statement. There's going to be a champ. It's going to be on the first night. 
I picked four of the best, four of the best talent that I've watched in the 17 years, and I've been a lot of places. I picked the best. And, you know, I think uh, I think I would put these four up against anybody, anybody. Any lineup you got, i put those four up. I guarantee you that one's going to be a very interesting match. Um, Riot City versus the Reproachment for the tag team titles. Again, kick it in the face. Let's get it started. Why wait? Right? What good has that ever done? That has done no one good ever waiting. No, I am not a patient man. Not at all. <laughs> okay. You know, and then thinking about it, thinking about it, we got another date. October 20th. We will be invading the Clearfield Fairgrounds yet again. So, you know, one of those four, one of those four is going to need a match. Let's set this up now. Let's set this up right here and now. How about we put Johnny Cross, his arms are bigger than my head. That's a good heavyweight. Jesse Skeleton, he's a PA well-known. He's a local talent. He's a little bit littler than everyone, but I give everyone a fighting chance. No, that, there, that, there's no weight restriction on our heavyweight title. That's not how we play. Anybody, anybody, male, female, we don't care. Ooh, nice little turn there, female Welcome as well. to the asylum. Anything can happen. That's our brand. That's our mark. You will get to know us well. So, let's do this right now. Johnny Cross, Jesse Skeleton, the bearded villain. I saw his preview today. I saw his... He wants uh, a match. He wants a match. Let's make, let's make it for the number one contender for the next match, October 20th. See who wants it bad enough out of those three. You know, uh, we got Lucio Deaver out of State College. He will be making appearance and wrestling. Uh, Kurt Blair, Heathen, um, Thunder Bear, Adam Armstrong, and the debut of Asylum Pro Wrestling students. I believe six of them are making their debut that night. Now, it won't be on the real card. I know, I know. They're not ready yet. However, they will have some pre-match. You have three matches before the show even starts just to wet your whistle. And I promise you, I've been training these guys for nine months. I've been running them through hell. I will, I'm not happy until they entertain me. And do you know how hard it is to entertain and, and entertain? Right, 16 years yeah. into it? Oh, man, I'm into it. Oh, man, they're getting good. So I'm going to unleash them. Why not? The Asylum Pro Wrestling Academy students at Asylum Pro Wrestling. Makes sense. Makes sense. So you've already got three matches. My, you know, add the other seven. I, dude, that's like nine, ten matches. Uh, yeah. You're getting your money's worth. Now I've been asked about, what about kid prices? We only have 400 seats, guys. Every, 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 everything that we're making is, you know, this is not an easy thing to put together. We are, we are trying to do a good cause and we're trying to be able to do this again multiple times. So if you can sit them in your seat, if they're two and under, you don't have to pay for them. Sorry. If they take up their own seat, 
It takes a ticket. There are no child prices. It's a one-show, one-all. Get your tickets early. Gym Sports Center, save yourself some money while you can. It's a way everybody can save $5, not just the kids. Again, we don't discriminate. Everybody. Nice. Eric, it's great uh, that we have this going on. I like what we're doing already. I'm excited for, you know, three days away from now. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to run to Clearfield right now. So I'm I'm on vacation. I am chilling at the beach, and I'm dude. I can't wait for vacation to get over. I am chomping at the beach. Who says that? Who says that? A wrestling fan. A wrestling fan. A wrestling owner. Oh, I can't. I'm still a fan. I still love this business. This is. I wake up and I go. You don't even understand. I had an idea. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. Come out to have fun. Support a great cause. You know, w- with everything that's going on in this world, it's kind of a shitty place to live. I'm trying to make it a little better place. Have some smiles and some fun and put on one hell of a show that's going to leave people talking. That's my goal in this. And, and, you know, in the Special Olympics, it couldn't be a better cause. I feel good about what I'm doing in the morning. You know, I, I wake up, I feel great about this. Um, I can't thank the community and you for all the support that you have given us. And uh, we are about to come in screaming. Welcome to the asylum. On that note, we will let you go and we will see you on August 25th. Let's get crazy. Well, I'll bring us back since Mr. Longwinded had an interview for 20 minutes. How's that? That's getting trimmed down. This is pre. This is getting trimmed down. Uh, we want to talk about Asylum Pro Wrestling. We'll be there Saturday. We picked our winner off of Facebook, Bryson Ergood. You're our winner. Congratulations. You've got to come get a picture with us. Uh, I'm excited for Saturday night. I am. And there's a lot of cool stuff happening Saturday night. As you just heard Eric Shea say... And the notes are, right where did you there. put them? Oh, they're right in front they're of us. They're right in front of your face. Um, he talked about a few matches, and we're going to talk about three that like kind of stood out. One uh, contract on a pole between Crazy Shay and Marvelous Enterprise. Whoever wins this match gets more control of Asylum. Oh, so when was the last time we've seen a contract on a pole match? It's been a while. It's it has been a while. been a while. You know who that should get a contract on the pole match? Carmelo's boy. Oh, oh. I can't remember his name. Ellsworth. That's how. Yeah, James Ellsworth. Great. <laughs> they, they will be crowning new tag team champions again. This is a startup federation. This is the first event, so you're going to have reproachable reproachment against Riot City, and they've actually been bickering at each other on their Facebook page. This looks like it's going to be a little bit crazy. Well, good. I mean, that's what we'd like to see. We got a fan interaction. Right. And then they're going to crown their heavyweight champion in a four-way match, the Funky White Boy, <laughs> against Kindred, against Grey Wolf, against Marcus Waters. So, four-way match. He announced in the interview already that they're when they come back in October that they, the loser will go for the number one contender, da-da-da-da-da. You know, if you listen to the interview, you know, what the hell is going on? Because right now on our notes, I do not. Well, I never know what's going on. Like, let's just thank our sponsors. Let's do that. Yeah, Swanee's here, so let's want to go first. Thank. These are a 
freaking koozies that he bought us. So Swanson's Auto Body and Customs, he's here. 814-389-2294. Thank you. You're very welcome, fellas. I knew what would be can crushers without can crusher koozies. Seriously. I mean, good point. Touche. And we'd like to thank the official pizza chop of the Can Crushers Radio, Paddleano Place 2, 814-772-7576. I mean, they got more than just pizza down there, too. That food is phenomenal. Make sure you say subs. No, they're hoagies, man. Dom hates Dom you. Dom hates me. Hates you. We hey, love you, Dom. You can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Get us on TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Overcast, Boxcast, Stitcher, Alexa, Buzzsprout, Google Play, and Spotify. Subscribe to us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on Facebook. If you subscribe to us on Twitter and you get a notification, somebody probably hacked our Twitter account. Right. Well, I get it on a couple <laughs> times a week. But Facebook is where it's at. You know, next, starting tomorrow, will be round two of the Can Crusher Tag Team Champion Tournament. So get on that and keep the votes going. That'll run through Sunday. We'll touch Sunday. Sunday. We'll touch on everything on next week. And our garbage tip of the week. I shouldn't have said that. Damn it. That's Paul segment. I love the garbage tip of the week, Mark. I had something to say, and then your garbage or your Sunday thing threw me all off course. But we're coming back for the garbage tip of the week right after our little song. And the song. Garbage. Garbage. All right. Yeah. Garbage tip of the week. Listen, when you put your garbage cans out, the worst place that you can park is right in front of them. Why? Because we will hit your car with garbage. Not gonna lie. It happens a lot. It's either tossing the bags over your car or dragging the cans one way the front, one way the back. And if you you park close to people, there's got to be a buffer. Don't pull right on their bumper. Give us a little room to work We're our thick. magic. We're thick. There's a lot of junk in this trunk. Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe you just went there. Hey, oh. you guys are having fun. This beer is delicious. And if Paul and Mark happen to dent your car, come, to, yeah. come <laughs> to Swanson's Auto Body and Custom, and we will hook you up. Uh, yeah. We're not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're not. We're borrowing sound. <laughs> Remember... Just because you're trash, it doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. See some of you on Saturday at Asylum Pro Wrestling. Especially you, Bryson Airgood. I'm calling you out. (laughs) 